Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Bloom the Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in for another episode. If you guys are new here, I am your host, Donovan, and I'm here with my returning co-host, Ashley. I'm back. (laughs) And we have the special pleasure today of doing another episode with our mom, Karen. And we are happy to have you back. Yeah. If you guys missed last week's episode, it was definitely a good one. We went for almost an hour. It was me, my brother, and my dad. And uh, we were talking about maturity for men in relationships and how men can be practically pursuing maturity, as well as what's really needed to be a leader in a relationship for a man. Um, And if you're a woman, you can still listen to that episode. It's good to know you're going to want to listen to that episode. Um, But definitely go back and check that out. We're kind of going to be doing a part two to that episode only from the reverse side of the spectrum. So last week we talked about maturity for men and leaders. Today I'm going to be gleaning from the wisdom of these ladies here on maturity for women and how that plays out and how they can be practically pursuing maturity for themselves in relationships to be good helpmates, good wives, to be submissive, to be all those things that the Bible, you know, wants women to be for relationships and to be for marriage so if you guys are excited for that make sure you drop a like and we'll get right into it before we get started though just a quick shout out to bamboo earth Um, they sent us this care package here and we couldn't love it enough there's tons of different products in there from face masks to toners to cleansers to um balms to i mean just a bunch of really cool stuff in there all of it's really clean and ethical products i love using them they're very clean they're very organic what what about you you've been using them i too, love right? them yeah they're like the only thing that i use on my face so <laughs> yeah the moisturizer is really nice all that stuff is just really good so if you guys want to get your own products from bamboo earth we will leave the link in the description below make sure you guys go check them out because they are awesome uh, but jumping right into today's episode, we have the Bloom Moment of the Week. I don't think mom's ever done a Bloom Moment yeah, of the I Week. Haven't. So on this so segment, attention. we just share a little bit about what the Lord has been teaching in our lives lately and how he's been growing us. So if there's anything that you want to share, feel free. If not, that's okay, um, too. I would say this week in particular, as things went kind of crazy in Texas with the weather and the natural disasters, as far as like too much uh, snow and not being prepared and the pipes yeah. bursting and not enough food. It was kind of scary with our daughter living there and just how the Lord is so faithful to provide and how they were able to get home, get here. And he's provided all that they've needed. And just for some of their friends out there, how the Lord has provided and just, he's so faithful. He's good. And he will give us what we need in the moment. And we can't prepare ahead of time sometimes Yeah, just trusting him in the moment. And yeah. I'm just thankful that, your sister's home and we get to see little Judah and just the importance of family and just the blessings, you know, unexpected blessings too. Like something sad was going on, but yet it's a blessing to have them here. So just kind of meditating on that this week, just how, you know, blessed we are and thankful for his provision. Awesome. Eh, That's super important. I think a lot of times we take for granted just those small things that we come accustomed to every day because it's right there. But a lot of times those are the most important things in life. Yeah. Um, what about you? Um, I think for me, I, I mentioned in previous episodes, I think like two or three episodes ago, about mm-hmm. some health issues. So right now I'm still learning contentment <laughs> in my current situation. Yep. <laughs> That's a lifelong lesson, sweetie. 
to just, you know, be okay with where we're at. Yeah. I'm tend to be like thinking about the future right now instead of thinking about getting through right now. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Fun stuff. Yep, I hear you. One day at a time, though. I mean, yeah. I mean, I have tons of dietary restrictions, so I already know. But <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a struggle, especially if it's something new. I couldn't imagine getting allergies now or like having a diet restriction now. That'd be really heartbreaking (laughs) but um yeah definitely uh for me i would say um i've definitely been appreciating the importance of leadership in the church Mm. i think uh from previous experiences i've had with church leadership it kind of gave me a um not so positive view of leadership which hasn't been good And I think one thing the Lord has definitely blessed me with in this stage of life has been the church that I'm at, which has some of the most amazing leadership that I've been around. And they've really made a great effort in really shepherding the people and trying to grow up leaders in the church. And like they're doing a a men's leadership meeting on like every other week on Tuesdays, like really trying to get people involved and growing people. And it's just been a very uh, contrast experience to where I've been before. And it's kind of given me a new appreciation for the leaders of the church and um, the people that uh, the Lord puts in those positions in your life to really Mm -hmm. show you and guide you and teach you. Um, So I've definitely been um, enjoying that and just trying to have a more positive outlook on leadership as a whole and uh, submitting under the leadership of the church because that's their role. Nice. Um, So... That's what I think the Lord has been showing me lately. It's good. Yeah. So there you guys have it. The bloom moment of the week. If you guys have anything that you guys want to share, anything that the Lord has been teaching you guys lately, feel free to drop it in the comments below or reach out to either of us directly. We would love to hear how you guys are growing, what the Lord is doing in your guys' lives. Um, So feel free to reach out. Um, But jumping right into today's topic. So as previously mentioned, We'll be talking about maturity mainly from the woman's perspective. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not a woman, so I'm gonna kind of be. <laughs> I'm gonna be. Hold kind on, of, guys. We need to discuss this. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll put in my two cents here and there, but I mean, you guys are really gonna be the drivers for this because mm-hmm. you guys are both on opposite ends of the spectrum as far as your current situation in life, and mm-hmm. also how you got to where you guys are at. Mm-hmm. Um. So I guess I'll start with you because one thing we talked about in the episode with dad and AJ was the difference in uh, engaging in your relationship as a first generation believer who didn't have a lot of outside Mm -hmm. input from the church because you were very new and didn't have like a great home church or anything like that. So there wasn't as many people in your ear either telling you this is good or this is bad versus your situation where you've grown up in the church everyone you know basically is christian all your friends are christian everything's christian so what was that like for you and how how have you seen that affect uh your relationship in that way or did you see it affect your relationship when you were engaged and heading towards marriage when you were younger as far as how people viewed my maturity or yeah because i mean you didn't have anyone telling you like oh you're not mature yeah, enough to no get married no one spoke on that i did have a lady in my life that was discipling me holly she was just the greatest And she just kind of asked me, are you sure you want to get married? And kind of said, you know, you're newer in the faith, so don't worry about taking it slow. And she just kind of helped me through. But once I said, you know, this is what I want to do, what we feel we need to do, she was very supportive and said, okay, well, then I'm here for you. And, you know, 
we had already been dating like two years before we got saved. Right. So in the words of, you know, how people like to say like, oh, date for a couple of years to date another two years now that we were saved would not have been wise because <laughs> we were already like we need to get married because we were practically living together and doing things. And we already knew once we were both saved, like this is what we need to do. This is the next step or break up. So maturity right. wasn't really the thought. It was like we need to be obedient to the Lord. So we're pure. And then the Lord provided, like I was just saying in my bloom moment, it's like he knew what I needed, even though I, I didn't even know what discipleship was, but he right. provided Holly. He provided different women in my life that just kind of said, hey, let's meet once a week. Let's do this. And I was maturing, not even realizing what was going on. Yeah, the mindset mm. to be obedient is maturity in itself. Yeah, <laughs> so. I mean, the Lord yeah. provided all that we needed. And of course, we were young. We were new to the face. So we had so much to learn, but the Lord has been faithful. I mean, I still need to grow. But over the years, he's always provided the women that I needed to emulate the word of God, the teaching, the classes, you know, all the different things that I needed and the trials that help mature you. Right. So I don't know that you can ever be fully ready or mature or, you know, I don't know that I think it's unrealistic for Christians sometimes the way they act about, you know, you need to be at this level of maturity or this age. I mean, it's when the Lord provides it, you know, God, I mean, uh, dad and I were together. Mm-hmm. And we were already ready for marriage. And what am I supposed to do? Like, oh, no, you you know, I'll have to wait and, you know, let's break up because right. it's not the right age or the right time or this. Right. So because um, you were also young. I mean, you were 21. Yeah, we were 21 and we knew we wanted to be together. We both got saved at the same time. So we're like, obviously. What a sign. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, obviously, that doesn't necessarily mean. But we were like, we want this and we both want to be pure. Yeah. And we've trusted the Lord all the way along, you know, even as parents or any stage of life that you haven't done before, especially as a believer, he will provide what you need and grow you along the way. So not to say that, like, when you have the privilege of being raised in a Christian home, obviously, you have the privilege of learning from your parents and being mm-hmm. prepared more, being at church, learning the word before you get married. But right. it just everyone's situation is different. I don't think you can put God in a box and say it's going to always be this way. Right. Everyone's situation is different and you just have to trust the Lord. Right. You know, to provide what you need for each particular relationship. Right. And kind of transitioning to you because it's a polar opposite experience. (laughs) Like she said, you were raised in the church and you've had Christian parents and, you know, there's obviously tons of benefits to that. So I would like to hear your experience, the positives and the negatives as far as your experience heading towards marriage at your age with the with all the input of people that um, are around you and in your circles. So I think for me, for the people that know me well, like my parents or like yeah. my really close friends, they would tell me like, oh, I think you're mature enough for marriage. And it wasn't because I did specific things, but because I was open with them about my walk with the Lord. Right. Like mm-hmm. they know how I am spiritually, which to them is what matters the most. I mean, right. you can't walk into a marriage and you're like, who's got, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> obviously you're not mature enough then. But as far as like people in the church, though, outside of people who knew me really well, mm-hmm. they did mention a lot of things about my maturity or random stuff, which to me, I was like, how do you know these things? Like, you don't know me very well. But I realized that for a lot of Christians, it's become this list that you just have to check off of like requirements that fit their desire, you know, like, mm. I want you to be this way. And if you don't match that, you're not mature. It has nothing to do with like your spiritual state or like anything like that. It's just like, I don't like this about you because it doesn't go with what I said. So you're not mature for doing that, you know? Right. And like, 
like I think I've mentioned this before also that immaturity has become something that's just thrown out for like random things like you didn't go to college like immature you know that's an immature decision like it's been a word that's taken out of context a lot of the time yeah it's used very loosely and I think it's lost a lot of its meaning because of the way it's applied and it's people's opinion yeah exactly I mean sure you might recognize in someone that they are immature in the faith but you know but see in the faith yeah like your spiritual (laughs) yeah but also i was gonna say there is no verse in the bible that i can think of that says you need to be a certain level of maturity for marriage i mean obviously you want to be able to be you know somewhat mature in in regards (laughs) to like being on your own and you can see that the people are gonna you know take the commitment seriously and but you know there is no like oh you have to reach this level before we can approve it or yeah which i feel like in my experience that was what most of it was was you just need to meet my requirements before i can give you the title you know and i was like okay like i realized that's not maturity at all because now i'm just living my life to please you and i'm not doing anything to please god i'm just thinking about how to make you happy it's not yeah. maturity. And to I do think, think there is an issue. Maybe this is a topic for another day. But <laughs> a lot of parents don't seem to really give their kids a lot of credit. Like you hit 20, 21, 22, and the parents are still looking at them as like my a kiddos, child. you know, not <laughs> right. realizing you got to let them, you know, sink or swim. You know, you got to let them go, make decisions, fall on their face, do stuff. You're not going to mature if you're like sheltering them and trying to control their lives and, yeah. you know, and if you think you have that type of authority you're just hindering them from becoming the people that the lord would have them to be maturity is a process and you have to allow the process and parents a lot of times hinder the process of maturing they hinder it and then they're like why are you why are you like this (laughs) (laughs) yeah because that was one of the other things we talked about on the episode with tori when we were talking about youth ministries a lot of times everyone kind of just looks at children and p- younger the younger generation is like oh you're just a kid you're yeah. just this Don't age you're just young <laughs> you know and they kind of project what they think you should be acting like even yeah. if you're way smarter or way more mature than what mm-hmm. you know where you're actually at they project onto you what they think you're going to where you're at you know where they yeah. think you should be yeah <laughs> like what someone in the world might be like and it's like mm-hmm. i would think that most christians should be more mature than people their age that are in the world yeah and that yeah. that's just if my, you're training your children right. have some faith it. in the training that you put into them and also remembering when you live with your children or and you also know them really well so you might see their weaknesses more mm-hmm. but still you know that doesn't we all have weaknesses you right. know if we knew anyone well enough we could say anyone at whatever age isn't ready or mature yeah. everyone's you immature because like, we all have areas that if anyone knew us well enough they'd say wow you are really immature in that area <laughs> or you know like yeah. you have this sin issue or that issue that needs to to stop yeah because it can so. it can get very nitpicky and become just like you said a laundry list of things that people think that you need to have dialed in from their perspective of you right. and that's not really as important as the lord's perspective of you and yeah. i think that's where everything kind of gets lost in translation is people is projecting their opinions of not only your actual maturity but a lot of times i think personality is what they're looking at as well because they may think they may ha- feel some type of way about your personality or about you as a person mm-hmm. and they pr- kind of project that onto your maturity or to your spiritual That's walk or to a, a couple other things and i've had that happen to me as well just by the way that i handle myself i've had people project onto me this view that doesn't fit me at all and it's kind of right. like okay so you're projecting your maturity onto me versus uh actually looking at me as a whole and assessing my spiritual state and that's where it can get kind of get dicey and Mm -hmm. another thing also i've had this experience a lot is like 
I've always been taught that, okay, you're 17, like start acting like an adult. You know what I'm saying? So this entire time I've had this mindset, like I am an adult and I need to act like an adult. So when I'm talking to adults, I feel like they've used that against me. Like you're immature because like, how dare you act like you're an adult, you're a child. And that's when it's like, you're immature because you need to stop acting like you're this way. Yeah. And I think that's exactly what uh, AJ said on, on last week's episode. He said people are like crabs in a bucket. When they see someone that's further along than they are, instead of trying to stride with you or encourage you to keep doing that, if you're more mature than them, they're going to try and pull you back and bring you back down onto their level. And I think that's just the pride and ego of people in their peer groups. If you're kind of more mature than someone and that's kind of visible to the outside, that might not sit well with some people, especially that are right on peer with you. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I would think, I guess I would ask for, for women because I guess that's kind of the target we're hitting here. What are some good ways that you would say women can practically start pursuing maturity so that way they can be ready? Because I know a lot of times, um, you know, you're not going to have everything figured out. Right. But for people that are listening to this, to people that are wanting to better themselves and to be the best possible helpmate they can be for somebody. What would you say are some good practical steps they can take to get there or propel themselves and set that trajectory to really see some growth? What would you say? Wow. Okay. So first of all, I was going to say too, every relationship is different. You know, and this is one thing I had to learn. Like say I look at another couple I know, the husband might have different things he wants his wife to do. Right. And he has different requirements or I want dinner cooked at 5 p.m. every day or I want you to work or whatever. So it's like also being open to the fact and prayerful to the Lord to provide the right husband for you and that, you know, open to whatever uh, the Lord has for you because no relationship is the same. Every relationship is different. So it's not like a cookie cutter thing where I can say, you'll be totally prepared as long as you know how to do these things because the Lord always throws in a loop, it seems, and it might be something different. But I would say just practically speaking, always have older women in your life that you can imitate and learn from and glean from. And that's been something in my life that's been special. And it's not people who impose themselves upon you, but people that you see for yourself. You know, that always, I mean, the Lord dropped some people in my life and they just kind of were there. And then there were other ladies like, I really love how she does that. And I kind of asked them, can I learn from you? Can I watch you? Can I come over? Or Mm -hmm. just being friend, you know, I would learn from them. So just all different scenarios. Um, Learning from other women, knowing the word of God, obviously, so that you can, you know, be prepared in that way spiritually, but just practically speaking, um, just learning the things that you think you're going to need to do, you know, cooking, yeah. cleaning, all that stuff, just practicing those things as best you can. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm sure there's many more, but my brain is going a little blank. But <laughs> yeah, Before I let you answer that as well, I do like the point you made about actually going to the people you see in your life and asking them to learn from them. Yeah, I think in this society, and this goes for both men and women, we're so prideful that even if we see someone that we think we want to emulate, more often than not, we're not going to actually approach that person and tell them that we feel that way about them and that we want to practically learn from them. So I think that's just a really big sign of maturity as well to be able to humble yourself, to go to someone that is older than you or really is doing well in that area of their life and walking well with the Lord and say, hey, like really like ask for their help. So I think that's a great sign of maturity and humility, which is something you definitely need for relationships. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I'll ask you the same question. Um, I think it really depends on the specific person and what their desire is. But Mm -hmm. if we're specifically talking about people who are like wanting to be married and think and Mm -hmm. think married and stuff, I think (laughs) that's the best 
the best way is also to get your mindset in the right place. Mm -hmm. I feel like these days the world is piling in and people's mindsets aren't in the right spot to get married. You know, like they're like, oh, I want to be a wife. I want to do this. But they're doing nothing to prepare to be a wife. They're like, oh, I need to work a full time job and have my career. And that's me preparing to be a wife. Yeah. And it's it's like, that's not preparing to be a wife. Like that's preparing to be independent. Exactly. Like you're grooming yourself to be independent, to like not respect men this like feminist mindset that comes in in the world and that oh I don't need to listen to him I'm my own person and I need to learn to just be on my own and take care of myself and a man will respect that you know like I think that the whole mindset just needs to change of like what men are really looking for in a wife because honey that ain't it (laughs) unless you are like trying to be in the workforce and that's your thing obviously everyone's different but for someone who really desires marriage or to be a mother whatever that is i think the mindset does need to change a lot these days yeah Yeah. what are you gonna say (laughs) no i was just gonna (laughs) say it's hard because i've had friends over the years whose husbands are like you know i need you to work or i want you to work and other husbands are very much like want you home and so every relationship is different you know that's Mm -hmm. the thing you just have to be prayerful and preparing yourself spiritually praying to the lord for the right man to come into your life and being open to you know what he brings because every scenario is different but um i think knowing the word of god is really just being um just underestimated i mean if people are not in their word enough they're not really preparing themselves for for whatever the lord has for them yeah you know in their relationships but like you were saying the mindset is very important you know if you desire those things and you know start preparing for that and i think another good one is i got told this a lot by you guys (laughs) but i think it all starts like how you act in the home is how you're going to treat your future spouse yep. or your family. So making sure that you're getting your crap in check while Whoa, you're with your family. Is that how we talk in the house? <laughs> oh, wow. I'm getting parented on the podcast. No, but get your stuff in check because that stuff goes into your next family. Like, yeah, you have an opportunity yeah. to get it down while you're alone. <laughs> I think that's the big misconception, too, about just like relationships as a whole. People think that they're going to be this entirely different person when we're with the person that they really love. And it's like, that's not really true. If anything, it's just going to amplify the person that you really are. Yeah, because when you get comfortable with someone, your true self will come out. Right. So I think kind of expecting yourself to do this paradigm shift where you're just going to be this super submissive, just all like, you know, gung ho, just all marriage, all this. Like the moment the ring goes on your finger, I think is a very dangerous presupposition to have for yourself because you're setting yourself up for fail because that's not how it works. And that's how they act about everything. Oh, when I get married, I won't have to be this like independent person. It's like, no, but you've literally been living your whole life like that. Or like, oh, I don't care what my boyfriend thinks. Like, I want to do what I want to do. But when we get married, I'll care what he thinks. It's like, no, you won't. (laughs) You will not care. Yeah, you want to start implementing as much as possible. And obviously, uh, uh, you know, a good degree because obviously you're not married right but you do want to start implementing those things as much as you can so that way you're really practicing what that relationship is going to look like yeah. in actuality because mm-hmm. yeah. if you both are kind of just like not really trying to pursue your roles while you're dating and you're kind of just aloof about it you're yeah. gonna have a pretty rough start when you actually have to get in there and actually get your hands dirty and start being a leader or start yeah, being it's like think of it this doing... way you're like dating a guy and the guy's like yeah i'm just gonna be lazy but when we get married then maybe i'll get a job <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i was gonna say that too when you're dating someone you better make sure you respect that person because mm-hmm. yeah. 
a wife needs to respect her husband. If while you're dating, you don't feel like you really can respect him or see him as leading you, then maybe that's not the guy for you. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, guys will grow and, you know, they're not going to be perfect, but you yeah. should have a level of respect while you're dating. And that, I think that's yeah. the thing is like the maturity that's talked about in the Bible is like having those mindsets, like respect for your husband and all those things is exactly what the church, the church is like adopting the exact opposite of that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the church just puts too much emphasis on career and money and having all your ducks in a row and age instead of thinking about where is this person? Yeah. The sovereignty of God, God will provide. I mean, I cannot tell you how the Lord has provided for us over the years in so many crazy ways that we never would have dreamed of, you know? Mm -hmm. And as long as you're trying to please him and truly honoring him, then I trust that he will provide. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, that's I think the saddest part is you get told you're immature for trusting God or (laughs) letting God lead your life yeah I mean you have your part to play but you can only do so much right there's only so much you can do to prepare there you don't know who the Lord's going to send you you don't know what your circumstances are the guy could have the best job in the world and then all of a sudden you get married and he gets laid off Mm -hmm. or he gets in an accident or something you get sick or I mean anything can happen or pandemic happens and your job goes goes away like (laughs) there's no (laughs) telling what the what lies ahead and to put all your stock in these material values rather than in the lord who is really the only person that can really you know provide for you i think is um really not good and obviously i think there's some benefits to trying to be practical and, you know, trying to have money to provide and all those things, which are not bad. Mm -hmm. But when you start prioritizing that over faith in the Lord, that's when you're entering into a dangerous territory. Yeah. But as for the gals, I mean, yeah, there's definitely been a shift in the church and just how women view marriage and the time frame. It's like after high school, it's just automatically assumed everyone's going to college. So it's like yeah. adolescence has been delayed by several years for men to be ready because they have to have a job. They got to be ready. They got to finish college. The girls then are kind of waiting in between. So they're like, well, I guess I'll go to college. And many girls who are taught to go to college because they also need to be you know, independent in case their husband can't provide or whatever the case is. So I think everything just gets delayed and the mindset, like you said, just isn't there. And they're not taught to like value marriage anymore like it used to be. Like it's not like, oh yeah, like I want to get married when I'm older. It's like, what career are you going to have when you get older? Yeah, what are you going to do? What college are you going to do? Yeah, I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of, um, I don't know if I'm thinking this on my own, but I feel like from my perspective, I feel like, the way that it's career-driven women now has kind of uh, lessened the effect of even men being present at all because mm-hmm. what you just said, like if the man can't provide, that's the mindset that they're going into yeah, it with. Like, assuming he might die or he might not and be not able even to provide. Might, even that, like he might just have a bad job or something and they're yeah. kind of just like, well, I'm going to have to pick up the slack where he's at instead yeah. of, you know, the opposite where you're just like, well, Lord provide, I'll fall under. If I need to work, I'll work, blah, blah, blah. But this kind of mindset of like, well, I'll maybe do what he can't do for me. I think that's kind of a a tricky uh, place to put yourself in. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of like what we've been talking about, I think what people view as maturity isn't necessarily maturity. And maturity is being able to trust the Lord and be able to grow in your walk with the Lord. And, you know, 
Yeah. Be ready for whatever he has for you. And he'll provide what you need in those moments. Yeah. You know, depending on what, whatever trials or situations you have with that person that you end up marrying. And I don't think it's anyone's place to tell anyone they're mature enough or not mature enough, unless there was some major sin issue or some blaring issue. Yeah. Who are we to go up to someone and say, well, you're not mature enough to get married. Yeah. I mean, that could be anyone in the church. That could be a 60-year-old, a 20-year-old. I mean, we're all at different levels. We all get saved at different times. And Yeah, because I think the other thing, too, is instead of telling people that they can't do these things because they're not X, Y, Z, what are you doing? If you're, if you're going to take the time out of your day to go tell someone that they're not mature enough to do X, Y, or Z thing, what are you going to do instead to help them be ready rather than just telling people that they can't do things? Because I feel like that's what happens a lot. You just have a lot of people saying no, 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 but you don't have anybody pushing people up to do these things. And yeah. even if you feel like someone isn't in the right place for you personally, because that's what it is for you personally... <laughs> What are you doing to maybe help them, guide them along and say, this is, I, you could try implementing this and that, that might help yeah. her. Oh, sorry. Just and just, like, yeah. but, oh, you're good. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I have seen it with my own eyes, with my own children, how, you know, you rise to the occasion. You know, you guys know your sister, how she used to think like, oh, having children, no way. And just to see her as a mom, (laughs) it's like, I never would have, there's no way I could have necessarily prepared her for that. I mean, she's watched me raise you guys and she's obviously there and, but it's her own walk with the Lord. And when you have your child, you, you grow into that position, you know, it's like as a wife, you can only learn by doing, there's no way to prepare ahead of time for the role in that sense. You know, you have to do it in order to learn how to do it better. And you keep learning as you go. And I'm still learning. There's many things that I, you know, I'm still learning. Yeah. And it's been 26 years of marriage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or almost 26. And I like agree with what you were saying. Like that was, I think, a huge thing for me. Like there were so many people just telling me everything that they didn't like about what I was doing or what was wrong with me. But it's like, instead of that, you all could have been like, oh, like, Even you don't even have to tell me you think that, but just come alongside me and be like, hey, like, hey, I, you know, help me out, like in a kind way. You don't need to be like, you know, you suck. Yeah, <laughs> actually, make it constructive. <laughs> Everyone's so focused, and then it goes back to what I said about like people being upset with people in their peer groups. But like, instead of trying to tear someone down, try and strengthen them. Like that's what we're yeah. for as believers is to love on each other and help each other grow. So the, the fact that every, like we're well, not everyone, but there's a large majority, a majority of people that are more focused on bringing up the negatives in people's lives and trying to bring up those negative aspects is saddening to me because yeah. we're supposed to be known by our love, especially for each other. So if mm-hmm. we can't do that, we're not even setting yeah. a good testimony for the outside world on how we're treating each other within the church as far as making strides towards these important things. Yeah. And I also think like I got a lot of that criticism from like older people or like even leaders per se. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like you're pushing people away like you're making it where they won't come to you in the future. Like, yeah. is that what you want? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like when you that's like when you're trying to teach someone, you don't want them to never come talk to you again because you push them so far away. It's like, you can tell them things and be like, okay. And then work with each other, you know, like you're not trying to push someone out the door and end a relationship, you know? Right. And that was kind of what I was saying in the blue moment where that leadership is just super important and how leadership goes about shepherding their flock. And this experience that I've had recently where everyone is just, like really trying to focus on building up your strengths and strengthening your deficiencies mm-hmm. rather than focusing on your deficiencies and not trying to grow your strengths. Yeah. And it's like, 
you have to have that in the church. You have to have the leadership trying to bolster up the young, especially the young people, because that's the future. Yeah, that's the future. And where there's freedom in Christ, you got to allow that. Yeah. But if you start getting legalistic or start trying to impose your convictions on people, it's not maturity good. Maturity <laughs> has definitely maturity, wisdom. I've done like a lot of blog posts on that, but all yeah. of it has become very legalist. Like, like when I hear those words, they are they're so out of context and so legalistic that it's like it doesn't even mean what it's supposed to mean yeah. anymore. Yeah. I think maturity in the Lord happens in the Lord's timing. There is no like everyone handle it is in a different place. And I don't think anyone has a mark on how to make someone mature or, you know, yeah. like you were saying, no one's going to be at the exact level you think they should be when they're doing certain things in life. And, and if you're a believer, there's no reason why someone should just be like, you're mature, you're mature, you know, like you're mm-hmm. a believer, which means God is never going to stop growing. Yeah, he you. who began a good work <laughs> and you will complete it. So where's our faith in that? If yeah. two believers get married, even if one seems so immature, if God ultimately sovereignly allows them to get married, then you need to say, hey, obviously God allowed it. He obviously sovereignly ordained it because it wouldn't have happened if it wasn't so. Mm-hmm. And whatever trials those two will have in their life are God's providence for them and they will mature through that. So we can rest yeah. in that, you know. I have a question, though. And this is kind of a random. <laughs> this might this might sort of the conversation a little bit, but it makes me think of a conversation I had with some friends a couple of weeks ago because we were talking about maturity and where maybe one person is a lot more mature than the other person. And mm-hmm. in the example we were talking about, the woman was more mature than the man. Yeah. So in the conversation, the, the people I was talking to kind of came to the idea that um, you cannot a woman shouldn't date a man that she is more mature than. And I hesitated to agree with that because I, you know, I, I didn't, it didn't sit well with me, but I would be curious to see what you guys would say about that because the usual, um, stereotype, stereotypical way that's supposed to go, right. Is the man is more mature. He finds the woman, leads the woman, and then makes the woman more mature on the way. Right. So if you're going into it with the presupposition that the woman is more mature than the man already, Does that work? Can that work? And what would you say? I would say that um, obviously it would be great if it was always that ideal situation. But let's say God brings a man into your life and he's maybe newer to the faith or younger in the faith than you and he is not as knowledgeable in the word or something like that. Mm -hmm. But he really loves the Lord. You can see him growing. He loves you. He's eager. I think as long as the heart attitude is there and he wants to mature, then I wouldn't say that it's wrong. But if he's not like maturing and you don't see like an eagerness. If he's not actively pursuing it. Yeah, if he's not someone that you think is hungry for the word or really wants to grow, then it could be a dangerous situation. Like I'd think, you know, Hopefully you're liking him more for, you know, more than just a physical appearance or something like you do want to consider where he's at. Can he lead you? Like I said, you have to have some respect for him. Mm -hmm. Is he respectable? Is he a hard worker? Is he going to provide? Is he going to do all he can to lead you? And I have some friends who married men that were newer to the faith and the guys grew. The Lord can grow someone pretty quickly. Yeah. You know, there's different levels of growth and... You know, the couple I'm thinking of, the guy's great. I mean, he's led his wife really nicely and they're doing great. So, I mean, it's all in the Lord's hands. I think it depends on each situation. And I think you need to be in prayer, asking the Lord to show you if there's any reason why you should not marry this man. And just really be honest with yourself if you're only going for him because you like the way he looks or whatever, but he's super immature, then, you know. Yeah. But I think it also depends on the girl where she's mm-hmm. at like if like I'm taking myself as the example I feel like for where I was at 
that I wouldn't have been wise for me to marry someone who was less mature than me in the faith because I yeah. feel like I needed someone to push me, mm-hmm. like to encourage me and like all that stuff because I yeah. feel like I felt like I was a weaker link. So I wouldn't want to find an immature person and be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's do that. You yeah. Know? So I think yeah. it also depends on where the girl is at spiritually. Mm-hmm. Right. But I also think that really, what does it mean for him to be less immature? Because we're all stronger in different areas. Yes. Yeah. So while he might be immature in one place, I might he might be be bringing something else to the table. That's that I always need. the case. You know yeah. what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So it's kind of like you kind of got to think of it that way. Like, OK, like. He's immature in this area, but he's bringing something else that like I really need in my life. That right was my argument too in that conversation mm-hmm. is like, what is the metric you're using to decide who is more and who is yeah, less? Yeah, because you're always going to be stronger in one area. Right. Everyone has right. their strengths. And that's kind of the idea of relationships as a whole anyway is to balance each other out. Yeah. So I think like you said, if the if the man is actually pursuing more maturity, then I don't think it's a big deal. Yeah. And honestly, for me as a guy, to me, there's not many things that are more attractive than someone who is mature like a woman that is mature so i think sometimes there's a uh a hesitancy for guys to date girls that are mature because it may be intimidating mm-hmm. or it may be like scary because they feel like they might not be able to lead them but for me it's just like i feel like i could grow with this person yeah. learn from this person and then yeah. you know be able to lead them in a better way because that pride the guys are like yeah i have to learn from well, her because that's what that's because that's what we're fed right and that's the stereotypical way because the guy is supposed to be but that's not always how it goes and like you said you can't really always measure it out as yeah, you don't more, always know until you're in the situation i mean right. someone can appear to be a certain way and then all of a sudden some situation comes up and you're like yeah, oh because there's many levels to like spiritual things like you could be really yeah. good at praying but you suck at reading your bible like what exactly like how is your faith mature you know what i'm saying yeah yeah there's like there's so many different metrics so you really have to narrow it in on what you're what exactly you're talking about and what exactly are the non-negotiables for maturity so once you can do that i mean then you can kind of have a better argument but But even for a woman who ends up marrying let's say she marries someone and the guy ends up being not as mature as she wanted there's yeah maturity for you comes in trusting the lord that okay lord i still have to submit to this man and trust i always think like i always prayed like god lead my husband's decisions like Mm. he's the one that's ultimately gonna ordain everything yeah lead my husband grow him mature him all those things and then you're trusting in the lord you're not ultimately ever putting your trust in a man anyway because mm. the Lord is the one that's in control. That's so beautiful. it's like I always <laughs> tried to pray for my husband's decisions. And, and then when he would make the decision, if I didn't like it, it's like, no, ultimately, Lord, you have allowed that decision to be made. It's your decision. Mm. That's so, such a comforting thought, too, because I think we put so much pressure on ourselves. I think men included are like, yeah. I have to be the perfect leader. I have to be able to do this, this, yeah, and this. No. It's like, ultimately, the Lord is going to be the one that guides your hand. And yeah. obviously, you have to put in the work to try and be the best that you can be. But at the end of the day, if you're a believer and you're putting your faith in the Lord, you can't go wrong. Yeah. You, and that's you exactly how it is when you're a woman preparing for marriage. <laughs> that's <laughs> a perfect Full way to wrap that up. That's awesome. I mean, I definitely think there's many things we can practically do, but in the end, you are never ready in the way that, you know, for everything that's going to come up. You just yeah. need to be, you know, as ready as you can be and trust yeah. the Lord's timing and whoever he brings in your life at that time. Some people find it young. Some people find it old. It's really in his hands. It's for no one else to dictate. Right. Yep. And like I said, so. I think getting your mindset in the right place is key before anything, because I mean, cooking and stuff like that's all stuff that kind of comes, you know, like I wasn't some master chef and stuff, yeah. Yeah. but I'm now that I'm married, I'm slowly like, oh, I kind of yeah. like baking. Like, you yeah. know, we're easy. Yeah, I didn't know how kitchen. to cook when I got married. I actually sliced my finger open on our honeymoon trying to cook. <laughs> 
Aww. had to get stitches and then I couldn't cook anymore for a while. <laughs> <laughs> the learning process ladies yeah i was oh, like man. oh sorry we have to go to the hospital and get my stitches so That's yeah great. it was kind of yeah. a bummer so but, i yeah. just think that you know y'all ladies need to be doing some digging seeing where your heart is at where your mind is at you know yeah. and for men don't yeah. be intimidated by that mature woman because there yeah. there are a lot of mature women out there and i think yeah. a, a lot of times they get overlooked for whatever oh, reason they definitely that may be. get overlooked i think because like sure. i said i think some guys are intimidated by it but i think that's one of the most attractive traits you can have it really shows where right. their heart is out with the lord and they're it, that's just an appealing thing right so. and mm-hmm. i think we all just i think another thing is to think about i think we have a misconception of what a man wants us to be like mm. I was kind of saying like oh they want me to be independent so they respect me or like random stuff like that yeah. right but I I saw someone posting about someone who was saying like oh man like I can't find any woman who like desire like being a mom or like just those like simple things it seems like I can never find anybody who wants that anymore yeah. and it's like girls like where are you at <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> Yeah, we well, should be. We present. have to make it look attractive, and that's what Titus two talks about. You know, to yeah. teach the younger women what is good, and we're supposed to, you know, do that so it looks attractive to them, so they want to do it too. And when no one's doing it anymore, you know, they're not even seeing that example. Yeah, we're like dying off. Like so, <laughs> I think it also happens what I said before. Like I think this independent woman, uh, ideal person here is taking the place of the both the woman and the man in the relationship, and then you just end up single. Because yeah. you're kind of fulfilling both roles at that point. Yeah, well, marriage is definitely starting to be way later in life. It's definitely it's not looked disappear. at the same way. Yeah, There's all these things you're supposed to be doing so you can be mature already, which is just prolonging right. it. And that's a whole nother and topic. And the church is not correcting it. And it's like, we literally look in the Bible and it's telling the wise woman to teach the young to be mothers and at home, but nobody's talking well, about that anymore. Bible's that like no one's doing anything. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's been a while, but in the last few years, most of the women I knew work or, you know, it's just, you know, and sometimes you do have to, I know the Lord makes it where, you know, sometimes you do have to do that. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. It's just, I feel like the mindset is just different. Yeah, you know the way well, people view it. Just why it's important for to have episodes like this, where you can hear from different walks of life, different backgrounds, different upbringings, really shine a light on to those things. And I think that's super important. So that way, people that are listening that may be going through something that you went through or something that you went through, they can kind of listen to this and say, "Oh, I'm not alone in this." And yeah. there are people out there that do desire X, Y, Z things, or you know, th- these things still are good i think that's just super important to get out there as much as possible and just be maturing in your relationship with the lord that's really the only maturity you can pursue Mm -hmm. and the right situation will come along in his timing don't let people's like wrong thinking on what maturity is get in your head that's a very dangerous thing to have the wrong definition of that word i mean by that definition i'm sorry by that definition then i shouldn't have gotten married none of you should have been born and because i was so new and i was not raised with a mom and a dad in the home my mother worked i didn't know how to do any of those things yeah but hey I learned how to do that by God's grace and matured along the way and still maturing. And I'm so thankful that the Lord brought dad and I together at that young age. And we'll always be maturing. So just focusing on that and don't get content with where you're at. Always be striving for more growth. Mm -hmm. And that's for men and women. Just keep on striving to grow because 
no matter if you think you're mature if you are mature you can always be more mature and you can always grow more so don't get complacent and just keep trying to learn and grow as much as possible from the bible from church from leadership discipleship and all those Mm -hmm. beautiful blessings that the lord blesses us with and you're you can't go wrong can't go wrong Mm -hmm. but thank you all so much for listening thank you mother for jumping on another episode glad to have ashley back on co-host i hope you guys all enjoyed this episode if you guys have thoughts that you want to share with us about this feel free to drop them in the comments below we would love to hear what you guys have to say about it where you guys are coming from experiences you guys have had um yeah we'd love to hear all about it uh don't forget to go to bamboo and get yourself some awesome skincare products subscribe to us for weekly episodes every wednesday at 2 p.m and we will see you all on the next episode